This is episode 318, Take Off the Pressure Cooker with Elizabeth. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Today's guest is talking about the sense of urgency she feels to get in a relationship and have children, but at the same time, she's experiencing a lot of rejection and ghosting and men just leaving, and she thinks it's her fault and she's doing something wrong, and she wants to solve the problem because she really wants to be in a relationship and have babies. I'm out of breath just saying it. So I think a lot of you can relate to maybe that situation of feeling the pressure cooker and the biological clock and all those kinds of things in terms of relationship. But others of you are feeling it in different ways. You're feeling like, I have to make this much money by this age, or I have to get this job by this age, or I have to accomplish this by that. We put these ridiculous timelines on ourselves that who even knows where they come from? Society, parents, our own inner critic. And we put tremendous pressure on ourselves And all the while, we're not really paying attention to what we really need to be learning. And we're missing out on so much magic that can come from the present moment. So the conversation I have with Elizabeth is really about like taking off the pressure, really, really taking off the pressure and asking instead, you know, what is most important for me to be learning right now? Because your soul evolution, your your soul's curriculum, what you're learning whatever's on the, like I said, the curriculum for you right now is way more important than any timeline. And you really can't influence the timeline until you really learn what you need to learn. I mean, you can, you can force things into reality, but are those going to be the most aligned things? No, (laughs) trust me, I've tried. I was one of those, I have to be married by 30. And we all know how that that one turned out. So we want to take off the pressure cooker. The other thing that I want to say is that, and I invited Elizabeth to this after we stopped recording, my husband and I are going to be teaching the Be the Queen program again this year. We're going to start either November 30th or December 5th, and it is going to be the last one we teach live for a while, at least a year, probably more. So if you've ever wanted to do the Be the Queen program with us live, this is the program for women calling in men. And of course, I have other programs like Personal Mastery or Inner Child Retreat that are open to all people, all genders, all identifications, all sexual orientations, all of that. This particular program, because it's based on my personal experience as a heterosexual woman who wanted to call in a man, it's for women who want to call in a man. So if that is you, I highly encourage you to go to christinehassler.com slash be the queen The reason we're doing it starting November, beginning of December is because for me as a single woman, the holidays, like Thanksgiving through the holidays up until Valentine's Day, were often the hardest time to be single. It's really hard to be single. So we want to give you a safe space and a container to really feel supported during this time. This program is so impactful. We've had so many women already get married, have babies (laughs) that have done the program, Even women that maybe are not in a relationship yet have a way better relationship with themselves 
And you may be thinking, I've done this work. I've done my father wound work. I've released my exes. I've cut cords. I've da, 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 da. I've manifested. I made my list. I promise you this will be different. Even if there's similar exercises in this program, the container that you're in and the support and the frequency that Steph and I hold makes everything different. And it's also really valuable to have a man co-facilitating this because you really get an insight into the male brain. I mean, Steph is a pretty good representation. He has lived so many different lives in his journey and really understands men and kind of decodes it in so many ways. It's so loving. There's so much sisterhood. There's so much value in this program. So again, go to christinehaster.com slash be the queen. As you're listening to this call with Elizabeth, consider, do you think you're unconsciously putting pressure on yourself or others? And that's actually sabotaging you from the things that you truly want. Did you have a kind of a mesh, maybe a little too close relationship with your mother or a parent? Do you feel a timeline, a sense of urgency to get married, have babies or accomplish something at a certain time? And finally, would you say that you're an exceptional partner to yourself? Like you're really, really good at being with you. So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Elizabeth. All right. And before we dive into the coaching call, let's talk about how important it is to feel comfortable all day long. And I know for me, so much of what makes me feel comfortable is the bra and underwear I'm wearing. I mean, seriously, I I mean, anyone can relate to uncomfortable underwear and ladies, especially you can relate to when you have a bra that's uncomfortable or scratchy or too tight, taking it off is like the best feeling ever. But why wear an uncomfortable bra when you can go to thirdlove.com and wear a bra that's totally fitted and designed for your comfort? So here's what you need to know about Third Love. They obsess over every stitch. So you never have to think about how something feels, looks, or wears. While trends come and go, Third Love has always stayed true to one notion. We do comfort and you do you. What you can do is you can go to thirdlove.com and take the fitting room quiz. It's like a personal shopper, but better. It focuses on the size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to find bras and underwear that are perfect for you. The fitting room has helped 18 million women find their true bra size and you could be next. And Third Love doesn't just create bras and underwear. They have loungewear, activewear, and feel-good all-day wear that hugs better, hold stronger and supports longer. So you can feel comfortable all day long, not just when you put on your pajamas, like was my habit until I got my third love underwear and loungewear. So the other thing I love about third love is they're the largest donor of undergarments in the U S partnering with organizations across the U S they have donated over $40 million worth of bras to help people in need and even heal injured turtles. So I love that they're making things that are really good in terms of the fit and the style and everything. And they're also doing good things in the world. So here's your call to action. Right now you can get 20% off your first order when you go to thirdlove.com slash over it, T-H-I-R-D-L-O-V-E.com slash over it. Again, 20% off at thirdlove.com slash over it. All right. And now on to my coaching call with Elizabeth. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. What's your question? I am a newly 32-year-old woman, Mm -hmm. and the older I struggle with being single, 
all my friends are coupled and I feel like that's the one area of life that I can't get right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What makes you feel like you're not getting it right? I feel like guys just leave me and I feel blindsided. I've gotten ghosted and I feel, feel like it's like my fault. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I know if anyone said this to me at 32, which was basically when I was getting divorced, I would have been so annoyed with them, but 32 is very young and you've got lots and lots and lots of time. (laughs) And I personally believe that it's 35 and older that we really, start to know ourselves and and figure out who we are. And that's the best time to call on a partner anyway. So first thing I want to say to you is you're not behind. You're definitely not behind. So I'm sure you've thought about this in terms of this pattern of men leaving. Well, let's call them guys, guys leaving. Mm -hmm. You feel like it's your fault getting ghosted. I'm sure you've explored that and analyzed that a little bit. What have you come up with so far in terms of why that might be happening? A lot of times I think it might be due to like lack of communication. Um, A lot of times I think I get head over heels and like, I think they're the one and then all of a sudden they're gone. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe we're not on the same page, but Mm -hmm. I think we are the whole time. Got it. Very common. So let me ask you this. Why do you want to be in a relationship? Because I really want to be a mama. Mm-hmm. And that's like the first step to that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily. Why do you well, want to be a mama? Because I've I've just always been called to have kids and mm-hmm. well, what was your mom? Nurture. Like? like the typical like mom who's like always there, mm-hmm. always has a solution, always like willing to help. Mm-hmm. Very nurturing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And what brings up emotion for you about that? I feel very strongly connected to her, I guess. I'm mm-hmm. like, just like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were pretty close. Yes. Would you say you were too close? Mm, probably. How so? Because I think I go to her with everything. And maybe sometimes there were times where I should have like explored things more on my own before going to her because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then that protectiveness comes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And I'm lucky because I happen to be able to see you on video. And when you said going to her, your hands came together, like your two hands came together. Mm-hmm. You, so what does that symbolize for you? Sometimes I think butting heads cause we're mm-hmm. so similar mm-hmm. that I think that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Mm. And also it sounds like a pretty strong bond. Yes. Yeah. Very strong. So what do you think being a little too close to mom can start to create in terms of a pattern in relationships? Oh, kind of clinging on to men. Yeah. We could, if we want to throw a psychological word out there, we could say codependence or Mm -hmm. we could say enmeshment. Yes. And it's, I'm in no way, shape or form dissing or criticizing having a close relationship with mom. Mm -hmm. I'm just listening to what you're saying and you're even admitting that, or not even admitting because you're not on trial, sharing that (laughs) you maybe went to her too often and there Mm -hmm. may be at times you were too close. And so there may have been 
And your mom probably liked that. She probably liked being needed, being the most important person mm-hmm. in your life, oftentimes feeling like she was your best friend. And it created some enmeshment and codependence. So my sense is it feels kind of foreign for you not to be in a close committed relationship mm-hmm. because yeah. you're so used to having this other person that you're mm-hmm. basically, you know, enmeshed with in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So kind of repeat back to me in your own words, what you hear me saying. That because I'm so codependent. On well, you my are mother. not so dependent. You have some codependent patterns. And because yes. I have codependent patterns, it's hard for me to break away from that in romantic relationships. Yeah. And if we want to drop the codependent label, we could say, because since I was a little girl, I always had someone there to process my feelings with, to help me make decisions, to tell me what I was thinking, to everything. You always had Mm -hmm. someone there. So there wasn't a lot of time for you to develop your own sense of self, Mm -hmm. your own individuation. So now it's like you want to be a mama, so you have that experience, right? So you have that, (laughs) that closeness again. And the way in is a relationship, but you also want a relationship because you want that warm body in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. So what do you think your spirit, soul, higher self is attempting to learn by keeping you single? Oh, that's a good question. How to be myself on my own. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How to love yourself, not through another person. Mm. how to be enough, just you, how to feel okay in the world, solid in the world, confident in the world, decisive in the world without needing another person that's super, super close, intimate relationship to be there. Mm. Interesting. What's interesting about it? I guess I just, I never thought of it that way. Mm. Mm. And how does thinking of it this way make you feel? I kind of feel like it makes me feel like powerful Mm. that I have that power, like the power to create myself. Mm. Kind of exciting, right? Yeah. So if you were going to create yourself, what are some of the things that you would do? What are some of the things you would explore? Maybe like try different things that I might want to do with a partner that I don't already do. Mm -hmm. So not saving wanting to take a trip somewhere until you're with someone, not saving going to a certain concert Mm -hmm. because you think it'd be better to go with someone else. Those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. What else? I can focus on the parts of me that make me a good partner. Like I can focus on developing my communication skills. I can Mm -hmm. focus on like, I'm very kind and caring, so I can Mm -hmm. focus on, Maybe doing that with other people, not in a romantic relationship, like practice. Yep. And especially with mm-hmm. you. So yeah. you can, you know, it's it's great to think about how do I develop qualities that make me an even better partner, but we mm-hmm. want to kind of stay away from result-based things. So mm-hmm. it's more the internal shifts we're looking for, you know, right. first and foremost, So it's how can I really enjoy partnership with myself? Because Mm. 
that's really the the missing piece is because you had such a close relationship with your mother. And again, not blaming your mother. She's an awesome woman. We're not throwing her under the bus. We're not saying it's your mom's fault. You're single. None of that is true. What we are right. saying is that maybe perhaps mom lacked a little of her own self-love and her own individuality. Her identity was really wrapped up in being a mom. And mm-hmm. she had a little bit of maybe a too close at times, not all the times, but at times relationship with you. And there are some boundaries that got a little blurred. And so mm-hmm. that prevented you from fully, fully individuating and having a sense of self. And mm-hmm. you learned how to love yourself and feel safe through another person. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. key thing for you is to really, really find that inner mother because mm-hmm. we don't, we don't want to have children from the place of, I can't wait to have children for me. Mm. We really want to have children as from the place of, I can't wait to be a safe space for a soul to come in and figure out who they are in the world. Can you feel the difference? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's totally wonderful and okay and inspiring to want to be a mom but we just want to look at where that desire is coming from. Yeah. Okay. That and makes sense. you don't want it. You don't want to it coming from, I just want this child. So I have this closeness and this intimacy again, because mm-hmm. then that child is going to feel like they're responsible for making sure that that closeness and intimacy you're looking for is met. Does that make sense? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, in no way am I dismissing your desire to be a mama. And I'm sure you're going to be an amazing mama. But the first person you need to be mama to is you. Yes. Is mm-hmm. really you. And it sounds like you already have some really, really good ideas. Some other things to, to work on is to mm-hmm. look back at these relationships with these guys. Right? So mm-hmm. if you are giving yourself your own motherly advice in terms of the guys you've picked and what's happened in the relationship. If you really found that compassionate, nurturing, wise inner mother inside, what Mm -hmm. advice would that part of you have for you? To speak up. Mm -hmm. Say how I'm really feeling and Mm -hmm. not be afraid to communicate that with the men. Um, even if I feel embarrassed or scared um, about the topic. So what's something that you've wanted to say in the past that you haven't? Oh, um, (laughs) I've been, I was avoiding intimacy with the last guy I was with Mm -hmm. and I was afraid to talk about it. Mm. Physical intimacy. Is that what you mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you were afraid to say that you weren't ready or what were you afraid to say? Um, yeah, that I wasn't ready, that I didn't really have experience and wanted to take it slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what were you afraid would happen if you said that? And thank you so much for being so honest. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, that he would leave me, but mm-hmm. he ended up leaving me because I didn't talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that part of you that gets scared. Mm-hmm. What would the mother part say to that part? 
it's okay. Um, it's okay to be scared. Yeah. Yeah. You can do things even when you're scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no matter what happens, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See how part of why it feels scary to take risks is because now you're not living with your mom, right? She's not there every day. Yep. You don't have mm-hmm. her warm arms to fall into if you get your feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it feels more risky to do something where you may get hurt. Yes, absolutely. And this is where the inner mother becomes so important. Mm-hmm. Because if you have this inner mother that says, all right, you can speak up. And if he rejects you or he doesn't like it, I'm here. And I gotcha. Mm. Because doesn't it feel a lot less scary to know that no matter what happens, we're going to have somebody there for us? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm, that feels a lot better. Yeah, it does. And the other thing is, you know, if you have this sort of, and I think it's very subconscious, but I think what possibly could be happening is some of the guys you're dating are feeling the pressure. You know, you want to be in a relationship, you want to have kids, and that's kind of the priority versus really just getting to know them and Mm -hmm. take it slow. And not making them the one and thinking how your name would sound with their last name and really just allowing yourself to be curious and allowing yourself to be in the present Mm -hmm. moment. Because again, the more you have that inner mother and the more that you are meeting that need to feel unconditional love, connection, nurturing, like somebody's really there for you, the more you're feeling that intimacy inside yourself, the less you're going to be feeling this urgency to have kids in a relationship. Anything that feels mm. urgent usually yep. is coming from a wounded place. Yep. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And so that urgency is going to feel like pressure to them. Mm. And they're going to be like, man, this chick wants me to put a <laughs> ring on it and knock her up in like a year. And I'm not quite ready for that. And then because they feel the pressure, they can't get to know you. Right. They can't get to know mm. how awesome you are. Yeah. They can't get to know your personality. And because you're trying to evaluate, is this the one? Da, 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 do I do this? Because you're in your head. You're not getting to know them either. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would write, one of my suggestions is I would write a letter to your future self. Okay. Just saying to your future self, I know someday. We're going to be with our partner, get married if we choose, and we're going to have babies. And that time is not now. Mm -hmm. Here's our focus. Mm -hmm. And really write a letter to your future self reassuring that part of you that's all going to work out, that Mm -hmm. the urgency can come off, the pressure cooker can come off, that like you don't want to get into a codependent relationship and have an enmeshed relationship with your child. Do you? No. No. Exactly. Wouldn't you love to learn and take some amazing gifts from your mom and just upgrade it a little bit? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. give your child a little more individuality. Yes. Yeah. Again, not blaming your mom. She didn't do anything wrong. It's, it's, just, it's just a process of learning and growing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I want your future self to write a letter back to you. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, here we are. It's all worked out. We're married to this really great man. Here's what our relationship is like. Here's what 
the relationship with our children is like, you know, really paint a picture that's different than the picture you grew up with. Mm. That's a little less meshed. Mm-hmm. Again, there's beautiful things you can take from your childhood. There's just some yep. things to upgrade. Yeah, I like that. Can you do those two things? Absolutely. Yeah. And know that the guys that quote unquote left you, rejected you, it wasn't your fault and you can take responsibility for your part. Yes. You can go, okay, mm-hmm. these always had to happen because my higher self really wants me to look at some of these codependent patterns, the pressure I'm unconsciously putting onto guys and how I'm sort of rushing into things without mm-hmm. really getting to know someone. Like you said, you kind of go head over heels with the idea yes. versus mm-hmm. really going, is this guy really a match? Like, do I want to be sitting with him 50 years from now in a rocking chair? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. You know? And so the quote unquote rejection has just been the expectation hangover to come into conversations like this. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't do anything wrong. It's just feedback for you in terms of how you're showing mm-hmm. up. Right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So can you let any kind of rejection or you did anything wrong or it was your fault? Can you let that go? Yes. And mm-hmm. what can you choose to believe about it instead? That it was a lesson and that it's not my fault. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not. It's not. And they were the perfect people to be triggers so mm-hmm. that you can have a healthier relationship first and foremost with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. How are you feeling now? A lot lighter. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And the priority is your relationship with who? Me. Yes. And can you just relax and give yourself some time and take the sense of urgency mm-hmm. out of the equation yes. here? Absolutely. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. one thing I've learned about fertilities and babies coming through these days it's that it's more about the mom really being in a healthy, ready place on all levels than it is about age and timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I really put that pressure that on myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got time, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> you got time. And the more you dive into this work, the faster things will go. Yes. Any questions? No. Not that I can think of. Beautiful. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for your just honesty and vulnerability. And I think so many people can relate to what you shared. Maybe they're not single now, but went through something similar and and feel the pressure and can relate to some of that enmeshment and codependent patterns. So I highly suggest if you didn't listen to my interview with Bethany Webster, to go back and take a listen to that. We talked about discovering the inner mother. It would be very, very complimentary to this episode as well. So as you heard, Elizabeth was in this pattern of bringing in men that just were rejecting her, ghosting her or 
telling her one thing and then acting another way. And she's just like, okay, the common denominator in this is me. What am I doing quote unquote wrong? And that's the wrong question to ask, right? We want, I'm not saying Elizabeth is wrong. I think we all do that. What am I doing wrong? The question we want to ask is what am I learning? What is this attempting to bring my attention to? Whether it's a pattern in relationships, a health issue, a money issue, whatever it is, like, what am I learning? What is this wanting to bring my attention to? And as we discovered in this call, it's really bringing her attention to, for lack of a better word, a codependent pattern. Now, as you've heard me say, I don't love to throw out labels, but sometimes a word just encompasses something so well, and we all kind of know what it means. It's like, okay, got that. So any kind of codependent or enmeshment means that we are a little bit reliant or dependent on another person to make us feel a certain way. And Elizabeth, who had an amazing mom on so many levels, had a bit of an enmeshed codependent pattern where she learned how to love herself through her mom. Her mom was that constant source of love and nurture and advice and all that. And of course we want our mother to be the constant source of love and nurture. And we also want our mother to let us fall on our face sometimes, not literally, (laughs) but to let us suffer sometimes and and find our own self-soothing and find our own nurturing. If we have someone that always rescues us, how do we ever learn to rescue ourselves? And that's one of the dance in parenting of like when you come in and you really nurture and support. And when you say to your child, I know you're suffering, sweetheart, and I know you got this. I know you're going to figure it out. And you just provide a safe space for them to learn how to self-soothe and learn how to figure it out. And Elizabeth and her mom seem to have more of the dynamic of she was kind of always there helping Elizabeth figure it out. So Elizabeth is very used to being in an intimate relationship, being in a little bit of that a relationship where the line between you and me gets blurred. And so much of who I am is reflected in your eyes and so much of who you are is reflected in my eyes. So when she's dating, she's going to have a bit of a needy energy or a clingy energy because she's looking to fill that void. She's looking to fill who's my person, who's my other half, who am I going to see myself through, who am I going to source my love through, who am I going to go to when I have a question or I need nurturing or any of those kinds of things. So it's that like dependence on someone else versus really finding her own independence. And so these guys that she's drawing in are kind of feeling that. And instead of being mature and communicating with her and maybe working through it, they're choosing to leave. So not hundred percent Elizabeth's fault at all. We're just pointing out the patterns and the dynamics, but these guys are great stackers. They're great triggers for her because they led us to this conversation, which opened up to exploring the real issue. You know, it's not about her learning how to communicate better with men or quote unquote, not be clingy. I mean, it is that. That's just the the result of the deeper issue, which is untangling some of the enmeshment with mom. Because you heard her say, I just want to have babies. <laughs> it's like, well, then you're really looking for a sperm donor, not a partner, not a true partner, right? And one of the reasons she really wants to have babies, just one of the reasons, not the number one only reason, but one of the primary driving reasons she wants to have a baby is so she can experience that intimacy again, that like, here's my other half kind of feeling again, here's the person that completes me kind of feeling again. And that's a lot of pressure to put on a kid coming into the world. So it's awesome that she's looking at this and cleaning it up now and really finding her own independence, her own individuation, her own inner mother. 
And the takeaways I gave her, I'm going to give you as well, which is when you're in a situation that may be similar to Elizabeth's, maybe yours isn't necessarily romantic, but when you're in a place where you feel this pressure to get somewhere, first, write a letter to your future self, asking them to kind of back off with the pressure and be like, this is where we are right now. This is the focus right now. This is the most important part right now. We have time, future self. Chill the F out. And then have your future self write a letter back to you talking about how it all works out and you get everything you want. And again, it's less about the specifics and more about the feeling. Like you finally are feeling really connected and healthy and intimate with your partner in a, in a beautiful way. You have your independence and you also have your connection. And you have children and you're really enjoying being a mother and you're really loving the feeling of them figuring out life, them learning how to nurture and soothe themselves and being there for them at the same time. You get the point. So that's a great takeaway for all of you. And then the other takeaway would be if you're in a pattern similar to Elizabeth or whatever yours may be, again, ask that question, all right, what is this bringing my awareness to? Because, you know, whatever is happening in current day reality usually isn't about current day reality. It's like Einstein says, we can't solve a problem at the level it was created. We have to go, well, Einstein didn't say this next part. We have to really go into the past and go, okay, where were the seeds of this pattern planted? And that's where we find the, the richness, that's where we really find the, the true answer. So if you're banging your head up against the wall, trying to stop a pattern in present day, you got to go back and look to the source. And finally, as I said in the beginning, we are launching our last live Be the Queen program for a while. We won't be doing another one for at least a year, maybe more. And we wanted to do it over the holidays. So as I said in the intro, the holidays for me were always most the, one of the most challenging parts of being single. So go to christinehassler.com slash be the queen to enroll. It is such an amazing program and we love teaching it. So we hope to see you there. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Thank you for listening to Over at Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehassler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehassler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.